Welcome to episode 9 of 23 episodes of the Padres podcast for 2023. A message of hope and encouragement for those serving in the British Army, and in particular at the CMC, the Combat Manoeuvre Centre, based here in Bovington and Lulworth in Dorset. This is Padre Matt Dietz, and I welcome you to the Padres podcast community. I'm a regular army chaplain with a biblical Christian worldview, but whatever your own particular viewpoint on faith in the forces, the Padres podcast is designed for all to stimulate your mind and strengthen your spirit to enable each of us to play our full part in the shared business of defence. Now we're on the eighth of a series of nine episodes of the Padres podcast looking at the ninefold fruit of the Spirit, which St Paul talks about in his New Testament letter to the Galatians. As I said in previous episodes, I'm convinced that the advice written almost 20 centuries ago in this great letter is still just as relevant for us to live well in 2023 as it was for the original audience. Fruit of the Spirit is a metaphor which Paul uses to build the human character. God is more interested in forming our character than in our competence. The one indeed flows out from the other. And the British Army has always been and remains deeply committed to the formation of good character. So hopefully you'll find this series helpful as you consider the fruitful development of your own character. Why fruit? And how do we form fruitful character? Well, Jesus famously taught in John chapter 15, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. We should all, I believe, seek to be fruitful. And so let's keep pruning. So we start this episode by reminding ourselves of the nine character traits of a spirit-filled, fruitful life, according to Paul. And they are these. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. So far we've asked the questions, what is love? What is joy? What is peace? What is patience? What is kindness? And what is goodness? What is faithfulness? So this time it's the turn of the eighth character trait of a fruitful life, gentleness. So let's start by asking the question, what is gentleness? Is it just being meek or soft? That doesn't sound too fruitful to me, so I thought I'd ask Google. Well, sure enough, Google defines gentleness as the quality of being kind, tender or mild-mannered. Two of the similes, that's the comparison words that Google offers, are these, tenderness and humanity. And whilst I appreciate these things, I just wondered if that was all there is to this fruit of the spirit that we're focusing on in this episode, gentleness. So, of course, I did a bit of extra digging in the Bible Hub search engine to see how the word and the concept of gentleness is used in the good book. Well, I'm glad I did because the search results were very revealing. In the New Testament, the Greek word translated into English as gentleness is a compound word, epi-ekes. Now, epi means to attach to, and ekes really means truth or justice, or better still, fairness. So the biblical idea of gentleness is actually all about sticking to fairness and letting others know you for that quality. Well, I think that's much better than just being mild-mannered. 
In his final words of advice to the Philippians, St. Paul says these words, Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. So here, Paul is encouraging these people in Philippi to wear their gentleness, their character trait of sticking to fairness to all, almost like a badge of honour. I think that has something to say to us in the military. And if gentleness is that sort of badge of honour, well, I for one am more than happy to wear it. Now, Jesus' brother, James, also spoke of gentleness in his New Testament letter at the end of his third chapter when he's talking about wisdom. Here he compares selfish ambition with gentleness as two opposite sources of wisdom. And I'll draw three takeaways from James's letter for this episode of the Padres podcast. But first, let's hear some verses from the third chapter of James's great New Testament letter. Spirit, what is gentleness? A reading from the letter of James, chapter 3, verses 13 to 18. Two kinds of wisdom. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbour bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, Do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Well, there we are, five verses from the end of chapter three of James's New Testament letter, all about the two sources of wisdom from which we must choose. The one, worldly wisdom, born out of selfish ambition, and the other, heavenly wisdom, characterised by true gentleness, our fruit of the Spirit for this episode. So what can we take away from James chapter three to encourage us and to give us hope as we reflect on our question, fruit of the spirit, what is gentleness? Well, takeaway number one is this. James was one wise and godly man. Following Jesus' death, James, his brother, who'd known Jesus all his life, was absolutely convinced that he was indeed the Messiah whom he claimed to be. James, as he matured and grew hugely in wisdom, influenced without a doubt by his brother's life and teaching, was inspired by the Holy Spirit, who descended on the earthly believers in power at the festival at Pentecost. So when James asks the question, who is wise and understanding amongst you? He's speaking from a position of strength. 
he was wise. Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom, he says. And it is true so often that actions speak louder than words. We often think wisdom is all about amassing knowledge, but it's so much more about what we do rather than just about what we know. The product of wisdom, says James, is humility. And this is one takeaway we should all look to emulate in our lives. Takeaway number two. James warns that if we want to be rich in wisdom and the humility which comes from it, well, we need to guard against harbouring bitter envy and selfish ambition in our hearts. It's so easy to become bitter when things don't go our way or when we feel someone else has let us down in some way. Often it's because they haven't got our best interests at heart, but their own selfish ambition, as James says. And we have to guard against that too, both in ourselves and watch out for it in others. True humility is never self-centered. And in many ways, bitterness is the opposite of gentleness. So takeaway number two, watch out, guard against bitterness and selfishness, if gentleness is to be a fruit of the spirit that you wish to harvest. And finally, takeaway number three, James reminds us in verse 17 that the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peaceable, then gentle, reasonable, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Now here, James connects our Greek word for gentleness, that's epiekes, remember, sticking to fairness, with the wisdom that comes from heaven. The point is that we will struggle to display the fruit of the spirit of gentleness unless we look to heaven as the source of true wisdom rather than the wisdom of the world. Now, how does that work? Well, when you're struggling to know how best to react in a particular circumstance, perhaps even in a conflict situation with someone, why not pause and look up for inspiration before you open your mouth and speak out? If Paul was right, as we saw in his letter to the Philippians earlier, then the right thing to do is to let your gentleness be known to all. That's not soft. Think to yourself, is how I react in this particular situation going to display worldly bitterness or godly gentleness? The more you think about it, the more you realise that the gentleness that he's talking about is actually much stronger than weak and worldly bitterness. There's nothing soft about being gentle when we understand the power of heavenly wisdom. Now there's a thought to ponder as we turn to a time of prayer. And so we come to our time of prayer, asking for God's protection over our forces deployed and serving at home and for our families and friends who support us as we do so. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we don't have to face all that life throws at us alone, but that you promise to be with us wherever we go. You watch over us when we're awake and when we're asleep. You guide our ways and direct our paths. You strengthen our hearts to serve you as we strive for peace 
and you lift us up when we fail and when we fall down. We ask for your protection over us, members of the British Army, and the safekeeping of those loved ones we care for. In whatever circumstances we find ourselves, help each one of us to put our trust in you and to receive your love for us day by day. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Teach us, good Lord, to serve you as you deserve, to give and not to count the cost, to fight and not to heed the wounds, to toil and not to seek for rest, to labour and not to ask for any reward, save that of knowing that we do your will. And the traditional words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. So there we have it. The ninth of 23 episodes of the Padres podcast for 2023, answering the question, Fruit of the Spirit, what is gentleness? Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Padres podcast. We're drawing close to the end of our exploration of the ninefold fruit of the Spirit, one per episode, fortnightly on Fridays, looking for practical ways in which we can be fruitful in our lives in the British Army. If you miss an episode, well, you can always go back and listen to it on Spotify or on your own chosen podcast platform. In the next episode, the final one in this series, we're going to ask the question, fruit of the spirit, what is self-control? Now, I don't particularly think that there is a ranking in the ninefold fruit of the spirit, but I have to say, it may well be that St. Paul saved the best one, self-control, until last for a reason. To find out why, you'll have to wait until the next episode is published on Friday the 26th of May. And if you follow Padre's podcast on Spotify or subscribe on your podcast platform, then each episode will be there waiting for you when it lands and you'll get a notification on your mobile. Until next time, therefore, I'm going to finish this episode with a reminder of verses 17 to 18 of the New Testament letter of James, chapter 3. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peaceable, gentle, reasonable, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. Well, I want to encourage you as we draw towards the end of our exploration of the ninefold fruit of the Spirit, do not discount number eight, gentleness, as somehow being soft far from it. It takes guts to demonstrate gentleness when everything within you wants to react in bitterness. But where you do seek as the source of your wisdom around you, is it going to be the weak and willful world or is it going to look above you to the one who created it, perfect in its original form and who has made a way for us to get back into right relationship with him once more through the blood of the Lamb shed once and for all upon the cross. Now these are big questions and well worth thinking through as we each seek to be peacemakers in our troubled world. Until next time, this is Padre Matt and this is the Padres Podcast.
Thank you.